The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Well, good morning, Michael. Good morning. One more weekend in the books. Here we be. (laughs) Here we are. And I can't believe we're in March now. Yeah. Which is nuts because I feel like this, like, wasn't it just March? last March (laughs) I feel like the last two years have been an eternity but also the blink of an eye like I don't understand how those two things are living in the same space nope I think we all feel that exact same isn't that crazy though like 2000 like 2019 feels like it was 20 years ago yes but also feels like it was two months ago yep it should still be 2019 it doesn't make I feel like we're we're in 2019 C yeah, <laughs> like, it's been going on a little too long. So yeah, it's 2019 Part C, and I don't, I don't like it. I you, don't like it. You know who else is not a fan? That is March 2022. Who? Julia Enright. Oh no. We do have. Come a, on, Julia. <laughs> we have, uh, we have an update on that front. The okay. last update we had, she had a sentencing date, uh, and it was rescheduled Got for, from COVID, right? And it was rescheduled to Friday. March 4th, oh. which at the date of this recording was only two days ago. Okay. So the update that we have is, unsurprisingly, she was sentenced to life in prison. And Do you know how I feel about this? I do. And she will be eligible for parole after a minimum of 25 years. I'm, I'm in a... Okay, fine. Right. Okay. We know she did it. Yep. Or she helped do it. I'm still sticking with... My theory that Lind is still the mastermind behind this. He somehow convinced her to do this. She did it or he helped her, but maybe they don't have, whatever. At least we know he helped move the body and whatever. But I still feel like he's the mastermind. And this girl is taking the rap. And yes, she should be punished for this crime. But is she the, no, no. I'm saying no. I still don't, I'm not, I do not trust Lind. Definitely not. And I'm clapping for emphasis. <laughs> and you're putting the wrong the emphasis on the wrong syllable. He, at the I time... I don't trust this guy. Well, at the care. at the time of our original recording of that episode, his fate was a little up in the air. Uh, he has since been charged, but not with anything to the level of being an accessory here, or an accomplice, rather. He has been charged and pleaded not guilty to conveying of a human body you know what accessory after the fact to murder misleading a grand jury and perjury great and also let's charge him with being the ma- she's not yeah. going to flip on him because no. he's got this I think he's got this weird holdover this is my opinion and that's my story and I'm sticking to it yes she's guilty he's equally guilty sorry it's very she's possible she's taking the fall for this piece of crap yes it seems it seems likely the way she was writing about him and the yeah. way she was writing about killing Chickless and and all of that. Yeah. But so that's uh, that's the update that I have. Mm. Do you happen to have any updates yes, for us? Yes, I do. One ending on a positive note. Okay. One ending on a very sad. But I think we all thought this was going to be the ending. So let me jump in. Um, about 15 months ago, okay, story popped up in the news. Um, Trezell and Jacqueline 
West. Yes. Um, reported their two adopted sons, Orin and Orson West, four and three, respectively, mm-hmm. missing. And this is the bullshit story that they went with, which, again, right off the jump, I was like, this is, you know, I was yep. like, no, this is horseshit. These MFs killed these little kids. Yes. Can Probably confirm. for the fostering money yep. that they don't have to take care of the kids and they're still getting this money. Anyway, yep. I'm getting worked up. So the story was, it was Christmas time. Okay. Um, December 21st, 2020. And the father, Trezell, said that he was outside collecting firewood from the yard. This is in California City, California, by the way. It's very, like, remote desert area. So he's out in the so yard. So a lot of trees. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's no one really around yeah. and stuff. He decided the wife was going to wrap Christmas. Now they have four other kids, two adopted, two I believe are their own. They're not in the home. At this time, they're, quote, visiting the grandparents. The only two yeah. that were supposedly with the parents are Orin and Orson. That is some sort of coincidence, Oof, I would imagine. Th- wow, look at there's no other kids here? Okay, perfect. Strange. So <clears throat> the mother, uh, I'm calling her a mother, even though she's a piece of shit, yeah. adoptive yeah. mother, um, is the in the house caregiver. wrapping Christmas presents. This is like early evening. Why not wait till the kids are asleep? Flag number one. Right. You don't have to do it right now. Right. So they think, oh, we'll get the kids out of the house. The father will collect firewood because they're going to make a fire. Ooh, Ooh, cozy. Cozy, toasty. Like, oh, what a little family moment, right? Yep. yep. So the boys are outside supposedly playing with chalk. Okay. I don't even know if there were chalk drawings out there. That would have been my for Okay, what'd they draw? Right. Where's the fucking... What do they draw? I'm so worked up about this. Anyway... And I don't know if I'm leaving a three-year-old unaccompanied with chalk. It's going to eat a, it. A three and a four-year-old. They're going to so eat it. So supposedly they're outside playing with chalk so they don't see that this mother wrapping gifts, which is a bullshit story on its own. Okay. All of a sudden, the dad says, oops, I don't see the boys. <laughs> so he goes in the house to see. This is all. This is his story. Yeah. Okay. He goes in the house and he says, have you seen the, have you seen the boys? They're three and four. <laughs> have you seen the boys? No, I haven't. I thought they were outside playing with chalk. Oh, yeah. They oh. came back in and said they were popping over to the package store yeah, really. to pick up some brews. Right, right. Um, he says, well, they're not outside. So the mother stays in the house. She does not even go outside to look for these kids. He'd at least be concerned. This is red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag, red flag, red flag. Okay. He says, oh, I realize I left the gate open. So then he decides to get in his car, drive up and down the street, ask a few people, have you seen my kids? With the same kind of approach and tenor as if your dog ran away. Like, hey, my dog got out. Hey, did I left my the dog gate run open. by here? Yeah. Like, doesn't seem panicked, whatever. And then they call the cops and report that the boys are missing. Where could they be? Where could they be? So everybody gets involved. You've got the FBI. You've got the sheriffs. You've got local police. Like, everybody's, like, descending upon this scene. They bring dogs in. Yep. The dogs never hit. Outside the house where the kids were supposedly playing. With chalk. With chalk, which would have their smell all over it. it. If they I'm already (laughs) screaming. We haven't this is an update (laughs) and I'm screaming. Joni, can we uh, throttle her volume down? Joan, can you turn my volume down, Joni in the booth? Because it's gonna get louder. So no dog hits on outside. They only hit inside the house. Now, these parents have also recently moved here in September. 
So they've only been here for like three months. None of the neighbors, right, have ever even seen these kids. Hello, red flag 27, right? Well, Michael, right from the jump, I didn't buy it. And I said, this they've, is true. They've, they've, they've killed these kids now. Yes. And if you see the pictures of these kids, it, it, they are the most adorable, little chubby-cheeked, mm-hmm. like, I want to die when I look at these pictures because they're so cute, right? Yep. Well, a couple days ago, it came out that uh, these two pieces of shit, okay, are being charged with two counts of second-degree murder and a count of falsely reporting an emergency situation. Um, the cops haven't released a ton of information about what they have as to why they're charging these two people. But what they did say is that the boys have actually been missing since about September 2020. So when they reported these kids missing, they were already dead for about three months. And they have not still found their bodies. Their bodies are, are nowhere. Yeah, they're definitely not where... They're not going to be in a vicinity of where they moved to. No, they're it's, probably they're be somewhere where, where they moved, moved from. from. Right. Um, so, and if they get convicted, they're both going to spend at least 30 to life. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think California has the death penalty. Nope. Personally. They got rid of it. <laughs> I think these two <laughs> <laughs> should be chopped up into about a million pieces and scattered about. Yeah. Okay. I have a zero sympathy for these people and also like the the family their actual biological family i mean yes i'm sure they had problems which is why the kids were taken and put in foster mm-hmm. but would they be murdered if they had stayed like this is yeah this is this is getting me uh well it could be a, a gabriel uh hernandez, hernandez situation, situation I mean, where these two just got singled out by the parents yeah and, no and i don't know so why. all their other kids at the time have been taken from them yeah because uh, of you know situations yeah. now who knows they probably i think they said some of the other kids showed signs of abuse and things like that which is i would which imagine is par for the course yeah. when something like this happens so that's that's the that's the uh, update that's gotten me riled up let's go to a Another update that yes. has a happy ending. Great. <laughs> to try to work my way back down the decibels back down. <laughs> because I don't know if you heard of a little girl. Um, she's, quote, been missing for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, her parents, Kirk Schultes Jr. and her mother, Kimberly Cooper, they both lost custody. They were in a pretty bad battle, but they both lost custody. Uh, the little girl's name is Paisley. Schultes and she was about four years old when she went missing mm-hmm. um, couldn't find her couldn't find her the dad Kirk lives with his father Kirk senior um, CPS the cops like they were getting these tips they kept they went to the house like multiple times to look for this little girl and they could never find her like they nobody knew where she was she's literally just been missing Vanished. so they got another tip they finally Previously, like, they didn't have warrants. They were just showing up doing, like, a welfare or whatever. And they kind of poked around the house, but they really didn't have grounds to fully search. Well, I guess they got a tip. They finally get a warrant. They go back to this house, and they search again. And one officer happens to notice there's sort of, like, an area under this staircase that, for some reason for him, he just has this weird intuition. It doesn't seem right. And they have a warrant. So there's nothing these yeah. people can do to stop them. So right. they start pulling apart 
this st- this closet under the stairs like a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter book. Yeah. Okay. And what does he see, Mike? A little pair of feet. Mm. A little pair of feet. Little six-year-old feet. And this little kid made zero noise at all while they're ripping down this wall around her. Ugh. She must have been so trained mm-hmm. for the last two years to probably fear cops, never make a sound. Yeah. If we tell you to get in there, like maybe they told you the boogeyman was... Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But whatever the it case... It doesn't even matter what they said. This was they... like traumatized. Yeah. And the space under the stairs were like wet, dirty, uh, like course. disgusting, like dirty ass blankets in there, whatever. I'm sure they didn't let her out once she got in there. Well, so. they had a room. In the house, they had a whole ass room set up for her. And the cops kept asking, where is she? Why do you have a room yeah. set up? And they were like, well, in case we ever get her back, we want to make sure that she's got this room to come to. Right? Okay. Jesus Christ. Well, they finally find her. She's obviously yeah. there hiding her under the stairs. And um, both. So now the, the father, the grandfather and the mother oh, are good. all being charged. Do you know which of the parents' father the grandfather is? The, the son. Okay. His name is Kirk Schultz Senior. Yeah, great. <laughs> senior and junior. And um they've been charged with custodial interference and endangering the welfare of a child and all three of them are ordered to stay away from this child because obviously they've traumatized her to no end. Yeah. Um but she's been found. She's okay. Obviously they were feeding her and stuff. Like they weren't like mistreat I don't want to say they weren't mistreating her or abusing yeah. her because they scared her enough to like hide in this crawl space that they said was built specifically to just hide her there and she'd been there plenty of times the cops had been there plenty of times and she was there the whole time but she wasn't scabrous and malnourished and no 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 like they obviously were taking care of her aside from shoving her in a cubby like otto (laughs) you know every time the cops came around or whatever so that's the good news is that she has been found. She's healthy. She's relatively okay. She's not physically. murdered. Yeah. But she's... So, but I'm sure she's traumatized and is going to oh, need some yeah. therapy for the rest of her life knowing that her parents and grandparents did this to her. Now, whether or not she can even process any of this at this time because she's too it's, small, yeah, but as unlikely. she gets older, I'm sure it's going to mess her up. Yes. But at least she's alive. I mean, it's messing us up just It's messing me up it. just yeah. thinking about it. I can't imagine putting... I have, you know, nephews. I can't imagine putting a small child in a cubby like that no. and scaring them to the point where they don't make one sound. Like, we were playing hide-and-seek with one of your nephews a couple weeks ago, and he wanted to hide in the closet, and I was like, eh, I don't want to put you in there. Right. Let's hide somewhere else. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, and that's just the way that we think because we're not cruel, hideous yeah. people. You know, like anything that happens to a child, like any even if I'm even out somewhere and I see someone like really scolding their child mm-hmm. like bad, I want to strangle that person. Yes. And there's a there's not that's not the way to do things. Like, I don't know what happened to you in your life, but yeah. maybe break the cycle. Yes. You know, so anything that anything with kids gets me so fired up, like to the point where yes. I, I probably just end up in jail myself. <laughs> But that's the updates that I have. Those, sorry, excuse me. Those, <laughs> not that's. Those are the updates that I have for you today, my friend. So let's um, let's see what you're gonna hit me with today, because <laughs> well, if I know you like I think I do, you're probably gonna have something that's gonna jumble me up again for the next week. Well, 
This week on Murder Amongst Friends, we are doing something a little bit different. I've got two shorter stories, and we'll make sure to put the timestamps for the start of each of these separate stories in the show notes, just so you can jump around and listen back to your favorites once you've listened to both. Um, But these are both shorter. One's actually very new. Okay. Uh, so we don't have a lot of information on it, and okay. a lot of my story is basically stuff from uh, indictment reports and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But the details of that are so wacky that we we have to cover it. Okay. So we're going to start. Uh, did you hear my my voice just went Peter Brady? <laughs> it's time to change. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Am I a 14-year-old boy going through puberty right now? What's happening with my voice? Uh, the show becomes very different if that's the case. <laughs> but we're going to start this week mm-hmm. with the story of the Liquid Matthew murder. The, oh, wait, well, huh, okay. Huh. The li- liquid? Liquid. Like liquid solid gas? Yes. Liquid Matthew? Correct. Like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is the story of the Liquid Matthew murder. Are you on drugs? Miami, nineteen eighty-three. <laughs> you, yes no. <laughs> you didn't respond. Did you make this story up? I did not. Because all I can think of is like a Nickelodeon show where the kid like morphs into like a <laughs> mercury, like a mercury yeah. form or whatever. I used to love Inside Liquid Out. Liquid Matthew on Nickelodeon. Gotta love Inside Out Boy. He was great. I'm saying, like, he went over sure? the top of the swing and he turned inside out. You can see his bones. It was crazy. Are you on drugs? That was for children. Okay. Uh, I am not on drugs. Okay. And there's gonna be parts to this story where you're convinced I'm making it up, but I'm not <laughs> making this up. Okay. All right. Miami, 1983. Oh shit. Dexter the Morgan, yeah. hub <laughs> of the world in the 80s. Dexter Morgan, not on the scene, not okay. there yet. But there might still be a brilliant and dangerous psychopath on the loose. Okay. So this story starts Sunday, December 6th, two nighttime joggers, which why are you jogging at all? And then why are you jogging at night? I mean, unless the only reason you're going to get me to jog slash run is if you place me at one end and like Tom Hardy's at the other end or Uh, a murderer is chasing me. Yeah. That's the only two times you're going to see this bitch run. Uh, so not my favorite. Pastime. These two weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> these two health nuts. Yeah, these two people taking care of their physicality. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Be healthy. Uh, they find a man lying face down in a parking lot. Now, from their vantage point, they tried to determine if he was drunk and sleeping it off. I was going to say Miami in the eighties. I mean, that's like a daily occurrence. You probably yeah. have to hopscotch over. But they people laying on the ground. They couldn't tell from the distance where they first spotted mm, him. Let's get right up a close and uh, start poking him with a stick. As they got closer, they could tell that the man was dead. Okay. At least, this is this is a pet peeve of mine. You mm-hmm. know I have some weird pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Every forensic files, every 2020, somebody unrelated to the story, but they just, they're the ones that find the body. Right. Every single person thinks it's a mannequin. I've never Who seen the a mannequin. Fuck is throwing mannequins I down have, like yeah. embankments and stuff. Yeah. Like just there's like a some di- disgruntled department store manager that's yeah. like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Forget it. I quit. And he took all the mannequins <laughs> from the store and dispersed them randomly yeah. throughout the country. Never happened. It's so never it, a mannequin. No. At least these people. Can we people, put that out there, yeah. people? If you see a body laying on the ground, 
It's lying on the ground. I don't know what's going on with my grasp of the English language today. It's not a mannequin. It's never a mannequin. Unless you're C. Thomas Howell, and then <laughs> maybe. I mean, it is the 80s. That's true. The man lying dead. <laughs> that college education's really paying for itself. Yeah, you did take pun 101. That was good. <laughs> well, money well spent. Thank you. The man was from Colombia and named Francisco Patino Gutierrez. Okay. Francisco, Francesco, sorry. Francisco? Is he Italian or is he Spanish? Francisco ah, is Francisco. Colombian. Francisco, okay. Francisco had been strangled to death, most likely earlier that evening. <sighs> the police canvassed the area, but nobody claimed to have seen a thing. Of course. There wasn't much evidence of a struggle, or plain evidence for there that no matter. cameras around back in the 80s. You can right. tons of shit. So initially, police had very little to go on. They did rope off the scene and started logging and photographing what was around. But a torrential thunderstorm popped no. up. Oh, Jesus. Put up a tarp, quick. Like, well, get a get a tent up there, quick. Don't they always put a tent over bodies when they, they find them? They dipped and had they to wait. They dipped. They left and waited until the weather cleared to they continue did. the investigation. No, 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 they no. They didn't no. leave the body there, no, but they I, stopped. I, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> If you really thought, I thought they just went, nah, we'll leave this body here and we'll come back when the sun comes out. You must really have a low opinion of me. I'm saying they have, we've seen crime scene tents. Yep. Put a fucking tent up. It's rain. Yeah. It's not a tornado or a tsunami. I'm just telling you what they did. Miami, <laughs> get your shit together. The next morning, the police returned to the scene and found a massive clue. <laughs> It hadn't been washed away with the torrential rains? It was not a weapon or DNA. Okay. It was something much more tantalizingly frustrating. Ah, was it the person who did it? (laughs) No. Okay. Near the edge of the parking lot stood a no-dumping sign at the top. (laughs) It's not funny. It's well. It's not funny because there was a body dumped there, and right. it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. I've had too much coffee. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I feel bad for this victim. I'm in no way, shape, or form making fun of this victim, but that's ironic as fuck. Yes. Okay. So there's a no dumping sign on top <laughs> oh, of a pole. God. Okay. On the back of the sign, <laughs> which was only a few feet from where Gutierrez's body had been, yeah, a plastic bag had been taped. And inside that bag was a folded up piece of paper. And the plastic bag had protected it from the yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah. The paper read. Now, this is a quote. <laughs> and there's a gap in the quote. Um, okay. The gap. This missing bit hasn't been released. So I'm going to oh, tell so you. It's not like of, it ripped off. It's just they're not releasing. They're not saying what's, what what's in the middle here. Okay. This is what the note said mm. and what they've said the note said. Okay. Once you're back on the track... You'll travel in night. So prepare your old self for a terrible fright. Get now Dr. Here's, Seuss killing ass motherfucker. Now there's a gap okay. and the, the note ends. Now the motive is clear and the victim is too. You've got all the answers. Just follow the clue. No, get out of here. This is, a, this is such bullshit. I he's told you made, you would think I was making this, this up. This is a rhyming couplet. Like what? The fuck? This. The letter had been. Dr. Seuss was still alive at that 
point. And let's not skim over the fact that he was a fucking racist. That's true. So, I mean, and this man is a Spanish man. Yep. Yep. So either someone is a huge Dr. Seuss fan, or I don't want to put it on Theodore Geisel, but maybe he killed this guy. (laughs) The letter had been typed, so obviously no handwriting analysis. I mean, I'm sure cryptologists. Is a cryptologist that solve like puzzles and cryptographer? But there is there is a reason. Um, Like let amateur sleuths be all over that shit. Well, I'll this story unfolds. Okay. So they couldn't do handwriting analysis because it had been typed out. But no this prints on the. Uh... But this brazen note certainly made it seem like they were looking for someone who would be leaving more dead bodies around. I don't like this. Just to be on the safe side, and make sure that this wasn't a hoax or unrelated or whatever. A hoax. It's it was found mere feet from a dead body. Police did review photos that they took before the storm came in. Just to make sure that the bag had been there, you know, in conjunction with the body. Are you going to tell wasn't... me they, they, they took a picture of the back of a sign where they were trying to scurry away in a thunderstorm? It was in the background. Uh, sure enough, the bag had been there that night. In certain pictures, you can see it kind of, kind poking, of poking out, out from the side. behind okay, the sign. Right. Yeah, they, they weren't specifically I was like, there's thing. no way yeah. these guys who took off with a bit of rain went and then photographed the back of a sign randomly. I know, dumping sign. I know. Don't get, don't, don't rile me up again. <laughs> I just got myself under control. Sergeant David Miller gets handed this case and needs to start by obviously cracking the riddle. But where does he start? Back on track could be a reference to train tracks. Maybe we should look there. Or the running track that people yeah. seem to travel, what, jog on at night. Saying, You'll get a fright, you know. Saying, you might get fucking killed. Oh, they left that part out. Yeah. That was the part they left out. Saying the motive is clear might suggest looking into Gutierrez's background could solve the case quickly. Because mm-hmm. if he had an enemy or somebody, yeah, figure this maybe out. Maybe he committed a crime himself and this was revenge. Sergeant Miller solved the riddle in an hour. Oh, okay. I'm guessing there was some pretty vital clues in the middle part of the note. I would th- why would they not release <laughs> that, That helped though? him along. Because is it still not released, like, all these years later? Why at this not, point? Well, because it's... Am um, I jumping ahead too far? A little far? bit, a little bit. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm ruining your whole flow. It's okay. <laughs> you just got to go with the flow, with the you flow, know. Man. Adapt. Go with the flow. He followed what he thought was his solution to the next clue, and he was right. There's another taped clue somewhere. Taped to the back of a speed limit sign. No. A second plastic bag. Stop it. And another typed out clue. This one said, now this is the entire note. Okay, so no gaps. No. I am not making this up. (laughs) Okay, oh God. This one said. No. Yes, Matthew is dead, but his body not felt. Those brains were not Matt's. Because his body did melt. For Billy threw Matt in some hot boiling oil to confuse the police for the mystery they did toil. What? I'm going to read it again. No, no. I don't even... I don't even know if I want you to read it again. Um, Okay. okay, um, Hit me with it again, please. Yes. (sighs) Matthew is dead. A fact. But his body not felt. Mm Mm-mm-mm. Those brains were not Matt's. Yeah, they were. Because his body did melt. No, it didn't. 
for Billy threw Matt in some hot boiling oil to confuse the police for the mystery they did toil. No, what? That doesn't make any sense. This is, this is crackhead nonsense. Gutierrez's first name was Francisco. Yeah. So police needed to figure out who Matt was, who this Billy was. Right. Find the location of what would seem to be an incredibly gruesome melted body crime scene and find the killer before he kills again. Oh, well, I'm verklempt. Go ahead. Perhaps Gutierrez may have just been an unfortunately random victim to kind of like, I left this note. Nobody's finding it. Let's leave a dead body near the note and start people down <laughs> this path. That seems a little extraneous. I mean, maybe move the note. Yeah. <laughs> To somewhere they will find it. Yeah, mail it in. Or leave Zodiac it at the counter style. of a, a Wawa McDonald's or something. Or like a, a Dunkin' Donuts. A Dunkin's. Where cops love. Yeah. Or the notes could be a total waste of time. The second note like a does specifically Harry mention Michael. confusing the police, after all. Mm-hmm. They're Hitchcocking these motherfuckers. Yeah. Sergeant Miller wasn't so quick with this note. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hmm. Well, this one needs a little more work. No one could seem where to figure out where they needed to go next. I mean, obviously, they don't have any missing... Let's try missing persons. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. Let's see if there's anyone named Billy or Matt in a missing persons report or like a welfare check. Let's start there. I don't know. Did he... you try turning it off and turning it back <laughs> on again? He decided to take the note public. And had it published in the Miami Herald. Oh, now you want to get the yeah. public. Well, he solved the first one. Mm. Uh, so published in the Miami Herald, hoping to get a tip that would help them solve the clue, or better yet, someone who knows the writer and will call to turn them in. I'm, 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 I'm still stuck on the fact that there's a part that they're not saying for whatever reason. You're going to be so over that so quickly when I tell you the answer to this story. <laughs> You're going to hate me, actually. Uh, more than I already... Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, because is the thing that they're not saying related to Billy or Matt? Like, I mean, what the... What is happening? The 80s were a wild time. They didn't have to wait long. And they didn't have to worry about tracking down leads and running into more dead ends. Okay. The writer of the notes called the tip line directly. No! jump street like this could have turned into that scene in zodiac with a killer i'm pretty sure that it was the killer who actually called the tv station uh but this caller was the local uh leader of a christian youth group what the call quickly turned confusing when he made the following two claims in rapid succession first yes it was him that taped up the notes and two, no, he did not kill anybody. How could that be? Well, how coincidental. So now, so at best, you're accessory to murder. If he did write the notes, it sounds like he fucked up someone named Matthew pretty good. Yeah. The case is known as the Liquid Matthew murder, after all. Well, it turns out that the notes had been hanging on the signs for about two months. Okay. Tell me two months ago a body was found in like a vat of acid or something in a barrel in a in a field. Every Halloween 
God. The church group runs a scavenger hunt for a network of four local churches. First of all. They had put the clues. First of all, why? Stop. Stop. This is problematic, and I'm going to tell you why. Because the church mm-hmm. issues anything that has to do with supernatural, yep. paranormal. Yep. They drill it into your head that it's a freaking sin. Yes, I went to Catholic school for eight years, made my communion baptism confirmation. No, I don't believe. Don't at me <laughs> with some bullshit. You're not going to convert me. No. So why... If that's a tenant of their beliefs, yeah. are they hosting any event mm-hmm. that has to do with Halloween, which they consider evil and satanic? And that second note is fucking gruesome. Like, your church, why are you putting up these ridiculously gruesome notes to have kids go around trying to find Are they candy? literally trying to say that these notes were literally just for, uh, yeah. have nothing to do with these murders? Nope. They're literally just for a scavenger hunt. Yeah, they put the clues in plastic bags. How did they end the scavenger hunt if two main components of clues were never found? Well, I'll tell you. They put the clues in plastic bags because that Halloween night rain was in the forecast, so we wanted to prevent the paper from being ruined. Okay, fine. It did, in fact, rain that night, but not just rain. Buckets of water started falling from the sky, so the scavenger hunt was called off, and no one ever bothered to clean up from the game. They didn't reschedule it. They just they just canceled put the it. kibosh on yep. it. That's it. Not long after the call with the youth group man, someone who participated. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey, youth group man. <laughs> someone who participated in part of the scavenger hunt before it was called off called the tip line and confirmed everything that mm-hmm. this guy was saying. So it's unrelated. How disappointing. <laughs> unrelated. The real conclusion to the death of Francisco Gutierrez is also unsatisfying. The deeper the police dug into this Gutierrez's... This is unrelated? Yep. You son of a bitch. Yep. Are you kidding me I right told now? you you were going to hate me. Oh my God. <laughs> we are fist fighting when this is over. You're going to lose, but... I, I know I am. <laughs> I have no, no misconception about that fact. The deeper the police dug into Gutierrez's past, the more they found that could be relevant to explain his murder. Okay. Turns out he was a sailor who just arrived on a ship from Panama. <laughs> Once it got into port, though, the ship was raided, and Port Authority seized over 11 pounds of cocaine. Yeah, it's Miami in the yeah. 80s. Of course they did. Gutierrez was a suspect in that smuggling, so his death was most likely cartel-related. Okay. It was never officially solved, most likely due to, one, the storm that delayed the investigation, two, the scavenger hunt that delayed the investigation, and three, once it turned into the drug angle, I'm sure Gutierrez became one of those less-than right. victims. Right, of course, yeah. I'm still stuck on these gruesome, horrendous church scavenger notes that sound like a satanic cult wrote them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's insane. Boiling a body in oil. Other people's brains. This is... They have so much to say about, uh, you know what? We'll be here for... We'll be here until tomorrow. I'm not... I can't go... I can't. Mm-mm, no. The case was officially closed on December 19th, 1983, 13 days after the murder. And that was the story of the Liquid Matthew Great. murder. I was eight. And yeah. you were a twinkle in your dad's <laughs> nutsack. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. So that was story number one. Great. Great, 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 great. Now, this... Let's see if our friendship survives after that one, because I don't like being hoodwinked. <laughs> 
Neither do the police. By my friends. So-called <laughs> friends. So-called best friend? Yes. No? Come on. Uh, you think you still deserve that title after the crap you just pulled? Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll see. To be continued. TBC. And now, on to story number two. <sighs> you tread lightly, man. This is the story of Taylor Shabiznis. Shut the fuck up, Mike. I literally am not, I am not dealing with your <laughs> bullshit today. Last this name. This is horseshit. Last name spelled. Don't, S- if you tell me her last name, this person's last name is really Shabiznis. I'm going to spell quit. it for you. I quit. S-C-H-A-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. That's shabullshit. <laughs> Police in. <laughs> this is outrageous. <laughs> I hate you so much. Okay. Okay. Police in Green Bay, Wisconsin, received a grisly call on February 23rd, 2022. No. Okay. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, th- yeah someone's giving the cops the shabusiness. They arrived at a house to find a severed head in a bucket. Oh. Not only that, but oh. a mattress with dried blood was also found nearby. Oh. I think I vaguely heard this, but go ahead. Police have not released the name of the victim and only identified him as a 25-year-old man. Okay. Oh, and maybe not. I think it was a lady's head in a bucket. There's a lot of heads in buckets. Gwyneth Paltrow's head? I wish. <laughs> Investigators quickly learned that Taylor Shabusiness... Shabullshit. 24, was the last person to be seen with the victim. She gave him the Shabusiness. They, she sure did. They tracked her down to her house, which was... Only about five miles away from where the head bucket was left. (laughs) Police knocked on her door, and they were pretty sure they had found who they were looking for. She was still wearing bloody clothes. And (laughs) in her van, they found a crockpot box, which contained, quote, additional human body parts, including legs. Ew! Getting a search warrant for the house of the victim, which actually turned out to be his mother's house. Oh, God, Jesus. Police found quite a lot. (laughs) They I mean, found a male organ, uh, body stop. fluid. No, 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 you fucking don't. And knives. No, you don't. Okay. You do not gloss over that. A male organ? Yes. Um, um. A penis. Like his liver? No. Or like his penis? <laughs> yes. His penis. His penis. Oh, God. Body fluid and knives. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, no. a storage tote containing a human torso. All his? This is all, all his. his. So she really chopped him up into bits. She sure did. In Which her... is what I, I mean, Orn and Orson's parents, I wouldn't be mad if that happened to them. But please don't do crimes and don't chop people up. Yes. Unless they hurt children, in which case, meh, I still didn't don't see do it. nothing. Still don't do it, but I'm looking the other way. In her interview with police... Shabusiness recounts the events of the day thusly. Quote, Mm. we were together all day smoking meth and having sex. (laughs) It should also be noted. Shameth addicts. Yeah, it should also be noted they were shooting trazodone. Shooting trazodone? Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't even know you could do it. Super powerful anti- Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. I didn't think you, I mean, I guess you could shoot anything really if you crush it up and make that little- Liquid whatever. Liquidy paste or whatever it is they do. 
It wasn't long after they got to the victim's house that things started to get a little rougher. Taylor started using what is described as chains in some stories, but she calls them kind of a dog's choker collar. Yeah. Uh, And she was using it to choke the victim, but just in a sexual way at first. I think I did hear this story. But then she, quote, went crazy. (laughs) Meth and shooting shitrazodone will do that for you. So after she went crazy... She strangled him. She said he went purple, but she was she already... He be awfully strong, or maybe he was... That out of it. Yeah, like, I mean... She said he went purple, but she was already this far, so she just kept choking until what? he died. <laughs> meth, meth logic, I guess. Holy crap! She was like, well, might as well finish the job at this point. Yeah. Even though he's my boyfriend and I supposedly love him, should I let him go? Well, I'll just finish the job at yeah. this point. And then you know what I'll probably do? I'll probably cut off his dick and then his head and his legs and I'll put it in a crock pot box and put it in my creeper van and I'll drive back over to my house and just leave myself encrusted in his blood and and organs. My mom always says I never finish what I start. I never finish what I start. So I really, I really tried to commit this time. The criminal complaint says the following. Uh, batshit crazy murder. She responded to the police or she responded that the police were going to have fun trying to find all of the organs as she oh dismembered the body. Oh, my God. Punch her in the throat. She stated all of the body parts should be in the basement. She stated there should be a foot or a leg in the minivan. She wasn't sure How which. How do you not remember where... I mean, I guess the drugs, but I, I, I feel like something like hacking a body into pieces would imprint yeah. on you. Yeah. And you'd probably remember... Maybe she was in a fugue state as these criminals... Yep. Love to claim. Yep. That's a, listen, <laughs> if I ever commit a crime, which I won't. Nope, of course not. Don't do crimes. Don't do crimes, but I'm going to claim that I was in a fugue state. <laughs> the detective. I'll say that I was sleepwalking. Yeah, there you go. That, then they'll make a documentary about you. That's bullshit defense. Yeah, that's way bullshit. Yeah. The detective uh, interviewing her asked her what she did with the head. And she stated she had put the victim's head in a black bucket and put a blanket over it. She stated she used what, knives. For what? Privacy? Well, what she stated it? that she used knives that she obtained from the kitchen of the residence. She and, did not cut him up with knives. And There's that a no bread way. knife worked the best because of the serrated uh, blade. Yeah, but you're cutting through bone. She stated the knife should be in a black bag along with the body parts in the basement. She indicated that she would use whatever bag she found in the basement to place the body parts into. Okay. She made the comment that at one point she did get paranoid and lazy and that she thought it was the quote. (laughs) (laughs) She got tired. And she thought it was. It's a lot of work hacking up a body, Mike. It sure is. Oh, my God. And that she thought it was the dope that was making her paranoid. Oh, 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 thank you, Miss. Yeah. Shintellectual. <laughs> yeah, okay. She claims that she didn't mean to kill him. Oh, But that my. she did enjoy it. She... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Guys, don't do drugs. Drugs are bad, okay? Yeah. That's a... Just say no It's a hell drugs. of a mix, too. <laughs> Meth and trazodone. It's a hell of a drug. I'm going to repeat that for emphasis. Okay, emphasis. She claims she didn't mean to kill him, yeah, but that no. she did enjoy it. Well, 
Oh, problematic it's on so many levels. even alleged no. that she played with no. the corpse for a few hours before she started whoa, whoa, whoa. the dismemberment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what played with entails. Oh, okay, because I was like, mm, did she set up his limbs and use his head as a bowling ball? Like, are we doing like... I don't know if it was a tea party, like a Norman Bates situation where... Like, using just... like amusement park games, yeah. like yeah. she's rolling his, uh, his him... testes up like a fucking ski ball. Like, what's happening? Putting his body in the passenger seat of her van so she can use the carpool lane. <laughs> <laughs> she never won at Scrabble and now here's her fucking chance. She's like, oh, I'm using a Z. Oh. Triple points. Do you can't you stop ch- me. Do you challenge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. This is grim. Her plan was to bring all of the body parts with her from the scene, but she, remember, to do what with them? got lazy and only ended up putting the leg foot in the van, and she forgot to take the head. I just forgot it. Yeah. I just, you know, I just, it slipped my mind. It's like, oh, I went to the market, and I got everything except for the one thing I needed. I can't believe it was A the first thing head. I would have put on my list if I, I had my list with me. Oh, my God. If I wasn't on methantrazodone, I would have remembered. She was charged with first-degree intentional homicide. Well, yes, yes. Mutilating a corpse. Because drugs, being on drugs, is not a defense. Mutilating a corpse, and this may shed some light onto the played-with definition. Uh, Third-degree sexual assault. Oh, no! Now, it could be related to the choking. Is it, though? But it seems unlikely. Is that third-degree, Third-degree sexual assault. Uh, a brown... I mean, she did cut his... Hoo-ha off. <laughs> his hang down. She... <laughs> his bait his, and tackle. His party down. His meat and two veg. Oh my god. His bangers and mash. His <laughs> It's Frank and Beans. Frank and Beans. Oh god. Oh my god. She cut it off. What if His good time Charlie. I don't know what I mean. If we have any medical professionals listening, can I just ask a question? They probably don't listen to us. But it's going to bleed like a motherfucker, too. Here's the thing, though. Did she cut it off while it was aroused or soft? And if you cut it off when it was aroused, does it stay aroused? Or does it, the blood would drain out of it and then it just goes soft? Because I was thinking, did she cut it off and then use it as like a, you know. Yeah, I, I would doubt instrument it. Instrument of pleasure. I'm a little ashamed that I'm taking this question seriously <laughs> here and say I would doubt it. I would that it would, be it would able drain to out, yeah, right? That it would okay. be able to physically Unless it stay. goes into shock, like yeah. shock or something. I or don't maybe know. the th- couple hours was so rigor mortis would set in, you know, and s- then stiffening of certain things. I, If we have any medical professional people, which I'm sure have better things to do than listen to Murder Amongst Friends... Uh, available on Apple and Spotify. Um, <laughs> but can you email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com and let us know like what would actually happen in that situation or the various things that might happen in that situation? Because we are very interested. I'm intrigued at this point. I mean, I'm disgusted and horrified, but also intrigued. A... I didn't mean to like it, <laughs> but I am intrigued. A Brown County court set her bail at $2 million, calling her flight risk. Uh she had been placed on probation just weeks before the murder and wasn't wearing the monitoring bracelet she was supposed to have. For, no, mm-mm, no. You can't even mess with those things or they go off. Yep. So you can't 
you can't go past a certain level. You yep. can't try to damage it. If you try to put it in water or yep. whatever for extended time, it alerts your parole officer and you get nabbed. So how was she not wearing it? And nobody did anything about it. That must have alerted someone. Yeah, and no one No one gave a shit. shit. Or she was supposed to have it and she just never showed up for the appointment to like get it uh, attached no, to something. Then that's a, a violation. Yeah. That is a violation right. of parole and you're back in fucking jail. A warrant should have gone out for her at that yeah. point. Um we're going to end. Hooray, law. Yeah. Great job, guys. Great well, job. You could have prevented a brutal murder. We'll obviously continue to follow this story, but for now, we're going to end with a quote of Taylor's. What state was this? Wisconsin. Do they have the death penalty? Because she definitely deserves it. I believe so. Well. I'm going to end with a quote from Taylor that she gave in one of her police interviews. Jesus, please us. I can't believe I left the head, though. And that was the story so far of Taylor Shabiznis. I can't believe I left the head. How about I can't believe I dismembered my boyfriend? Yeah. Not, you know what? I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. (laughs) Did they pull her face off and it was an old, it was old man withers? It, It was meth, not bath salts. Oh God, Jesus. Well, Mike, um... I don't. This I'm was a roller coaster episode. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. I can't deal with this today. Yeah. I'm not. I apologize for Liquid Matthew. No, you don't. I don't. But you were grinning <laughs> at me like the Cheshire cat the whole entire time that you were delivering that. I did get halfway through and tell you you would hate me, and I was right. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I, you know, abjectly hate you right yeah, now. Yeah. I know. But, you know, we'll, uh, We'll, we'll patch this up over the, the next Will week. Will we, though? We'll have to tune in next week to find <laughs> yeah. out. Tune in next week to find out if I've decapitated Michael and uh, put his head in a bucket. So, In the meantime, though, <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Instagram at <laughs> MAF Podcast Show. Yes. And if you feel like it, but especially if you're a medical professional who can answer our burning questions. Yes, please. Email please write us. in and uh, tell your friends. Yes. If you enjoy the show. Um we're going to probably try to do something special. We're on, this is our 11th episode. Yep. I'm thinking maybe we do something a little different for the 25th when we get to the 25th episode. So yes. it's going to depend on how many people we have listening. Yep. But, um, and I don't want to reveal too much, but um, it's going to be something special. So tell your friends. Working on some stuff. Working on some things. And um, I guess we'll... Pfft. See you next time, maybe. Fuck these crazy people. Yeah. And uh, see you next time if um, Mike's legs aren't in a crockpot box in a yeah. van that I find down by the river. Yeah. The next episode may be a confessional <laughs> from Joanne. A confessional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on the real world road rules challenge. I'm going to go into the confessional booth and I'm just going to be like, yeah, I cut his head off because that stupid story. <laughs> Literally his life's mission to drive me bonkers. Well, for now. Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye. <laughs>